0: When I first heard about the COVID vaccine, I felt this sigh of relief. But the rollout of that vaccine has been messy. Over the past few weeks, many healthcare workers who thought that they were gonna get it quickly were actually waiting for a long time.
1: It's just a race against time, against this disease, against preventing deaths that might not have to happen.
0: The vaccine is here, but the pandemic has gotten a lot worse in California. Today, why it's taking so long to distribute the vaccine and how the state plans to get it into the arms of as many Californians as quickly as possible. I'm Devin Kadayama. Welcome to the Bay.
1: Not great.
0: This is Barbara Fader Ostrov. She's a contributing writer for Cal Matters who's been covering the vaccine rollout.
1: We're still in the first phase of the vaccination uh, group that we started with, which is healthcare workers and people in nursing homes. We are starting to get to the end of the hospital workers. And now reaching other healthcare workers like doctors in private practice and home health care aides and certain first responders who give medical care like paramedics. California was ranked towards the bottom. I think the last, you know, stacking I looked at, it had it like 42nd.
0: That's not good. No,
1: it's not good. But you have to remember, California is a really big state with Mm -hmm. a lot of diversity in its people and its terrain. And this is a vaccine that requires very careful storage, Um, one of them requiring ultra cold storage and hospitals Mm -hmm. had to buy freezers. So you may have a rural hospital that doesn't have access to that freezer and they've got to drive everybody to another hospital 20 miles away where they can get the vaccine. You know, this stuff takes time. So uh, it isn't surprising to me, but there's a definite recognition and consensus that California needs to move a lot faster.
0: How many people have actually been vaccinated versus how many vaccinations we have?
1: So, as of January 10th, we are looking at 2.9 million vaccine doses that have been shipped to local health departments and healthcare systems. We've had about 783,000 doses that have been given. Now we're going to start seeing the opening of these mass vaccination sites, and things should move faster. But again, there's still a lot of logistical hurdles to overcome.
0: So last Wednesday, state health officials laid out more plans for distributing the vaccine, But there are also a lot of concerns about how the rollout is currently going. So can you talk about some of those issues that people brought up?
1: So on Wednesday, the Community Vaccine Advisory Committee met online.
2: Bobby, do you mind just um, pulling down the, uh, the slide so we can see everyone?
1: There was a lot of public comment, people from all walks of life writing in. Um, I will do a quick summary uh, for those of you that haven't had a chance to read all 387 pages of public comment, comments from 1,034 individuals and organizations. Advocates for different types of doctors saying, yeah, when is it our turn if we're not uh, tied to a healthcare system or a hospital? We had 88 questions from healthcare workers who can't figure out how to get vaccines for themselves or their staffs, and which part of phase 1A they belong in. One doctor uh, who works for the Solano County Jail wrote in that he was really surprised to find that he was not included in the first priority group. He is treating COVID patients in the jail. And because he didn't work for a hospital, he was not eligible for the first wave of vaccinations. So I I would really urge everyone to read the public comment. The letters and comments are very passionate and heartfelt and serious. Uh, And there are
0: still many, many questions amongst the public about how the process is going to unfold. I, I feel like California, like every state really, knew that the vaccination was coming, came up with a plan, had an idea about who was gonna be vaccinated first, yet we're still seeing a really low number of people vaccinated at a point when we would expect a lot more people to be vaccinated. So why has it taken so long for this vaccination rollout to happen?
1: There were a lot of issues with the rollout. Part of it was that there was no national plan for rolling out the vaccine. Then we saw problems with California's vaccine distribution computer software, uh, which they're fixing. It was glitchy, uh, so people couldn't get the doses they needed. There have been some health workers who have refused the vaccine. It's not an enormous number, but it's been concerning to public health experts. You have the fact that until recently, only hospital and healthcare systems have been allowed to give it out. You have to make people wait In a way that you don't with the regular flu shot, you know, where you can get people in and out really quickly, because this is a completely new vaccine, and you have to monitor people for reactions. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we're still kind of developing systems for how to notify people when it's their turn. Now, I recall when everybody was trying to figure out, well, how are you going to do this? And we were all asking, you know, every state public health official we could find, how's this going to work? And they would say, we don't know yet. The public health establishment just didn't know what the, the parameters were going to be until really late in the game. I think what people have been concerned about and what we've learned from the first phase is that it may have been overly restrictive, that there were only certain hospitals and healthcare systems that could receive the vaccine because they had the infrastructure and the cold freezers to store it. You had only certain people being able to be immunizers, and you only had a very limited group of people to give it to and not a lot of guidance on what would happen with extra doses that you happen to have lying around that needed to be used.
0: So it sounds like it's a lot of different things and, and not one thing.
1: Yeah, it's a whole bunch of issues that have all worked together. Plus, we're in the middle of a pandemic. People don't want to leave, you know, we're not supposed to be leaving our houses.
0: So let's talk about how the state has adjusted to the vaccine rollout. Um, problems that it's been having. How has the state responded?
1: Last week, Governor Gavin Newsom promised to vaccinate 1 million people in 10 days. Now, this is a really ambitious goal. It's gone too slowly, I know, for many of us, all of us, I think. We want to see 100% of what's received immediately administered in people's arms. And so that's a challenge, a challenge across this country. It's a challenge, for that matter, around the rest of the world. But that's not an excuse. So we're already working this last number of days to increase the number of distribution sites and more importantly, to accelerate the efforts. The state has now kind of allowed 100,000 new health professionals to be vaccinators, including dentists and pharmacy technicians. And then finally, we're looking at a number of mass vaccination sites that will be opening up, uh, starting with Disneyland and uh, Levi Stadium uh, in Santa Clara has also been proposed as a mass vaccination site. The uh, state has now given permission to counties to say, we're not going to hold you back if you haven't vaccinated every last healthcare worker right now. Things are at such a state that you can start vaccinating people in other priority groups um, and just get as many doses in as many arms as you can. So some counties may well start to vaccinate older people. You know, the next phase includes people over 75 in addition to the essential workers, teachers, people in the food industry, and first responders.
0: What's something that you think needs to happen in order to meet this goal of 1 million shots in 10 days?
1: I think you'd have to open a mass vaccination site and staff it well enough that you could really do kind of a fast throughput as they say, you know, get a lot of people in line, get a lot of immunizers and people to do all the record keeping. There's a lot of record keeping involved all of the people's information, their, you know, kind of medical status, do they have chronic conditions, people have to be screened before they can get the vaccine to make sure that it's safe. And they're also kind of doing things roughly in the right priority. There has tended to be a nine to five schedule for vaccinations. They're not always going on at scale during the weekends or at night. And this is something that people say has to evolve, because in New York, they are now starting to do 24-hour uh, sites so that people who work all kinds of shifts can go get vaccinated, or you can just show up at 3 a.m. and maybe not stand in such a long line.
0: State leaders have been saying for weeks that healthcare workers would get priority. And now that the vaccine's here, it's clear that even that task has been pretty difficult. So what do you think the first phase of this rollout teaches us about how the rest of the rollout might go?
1: So these are all questions that the state, you know, the federal government and you know, people at the local level and medical ethicists have really been struggling with. That's why we had kind of this hard priority rollout where we were really trying to limit who got it first at a time when we had limited capacity, but things are gonna get better. We are just in this crazy phase right now because we have very limited supplies of vaccine. Yes, it has to go faster, but again, we expected glitches and things have been moving too slowly, but things will get better. It's just, again, a race against time, against this disease, against preventing deaths that might not have to happen. This is... An unprecedented effort done at a time where healthcare workers and the healthcare system is being stretched to its absolute limit.
0: Barbara says there are still other big questions as the vaccine rolls out to more people, like whether California will meet its promise to vaccinate in an equitable way. And of course, there's the challenge of convincing people through public campaigns that the vaccine is safe and effective.
1: I think that there's going to be a big challenge combating misinformation online and the kind of anti-vaccine forces uh, that are mobilizing right now.
0: Barbara Feder Ostrov is a contributing writer for CalMatters. This episode was produced by Erica Cruz Guevara, Kiana Mogadam, Shaylin Martos, myself, and our editor, Alan Montesilio. The Bay is made by your local public media station, KQED. I'm Devin Kadayama. Talk to you next time.